Welcome back to another episode of the Draw Control Podcast. On today's episode, I am joined by sophomore on the USC women's lacrosse team, Haley Newton. In her lacrosse career, Haley was a 2022 USA Lacrosse All-American in Pennsylvania, a 2021 USA Lacrosse U18 National Team Combine invitee, and was on the IL for was the 44th ranked recruit in the IL women's lacrosse rankings um, in 2022. Uh, this past season, Haley helped lead her team to a Pac-12 championship, and I'm very excited to talk to her today. So, Haley, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, and how's everything going? It's been great. I'm excited. I'm excited to have you on as well. You're the second Trojan that we've had on, uh, Lily B being the first one. So I'm excited to add you on that list. But uh, how's your fall semester been going for you, both on and off the field? Fall has been great. Um, I recently switched my major to public relations. So now studying in Annenberg. Um, the weekends have been great. Football has been fun. And we've done a lot of fall ball. So we've been pretty busy. That's awesome. Uh, is the major difference uh, been fun for you? Um, I'm assuming it must make things a lot easier doing something you sort of know what you want to do now, I guess. Yeah, I've actually been loving it. Public relations feels like a more creative route for me. And then I'm minoring in marketing. So that's like a second opportunity for me to just kind of get my foot in the door in different communication roles. Now, well, I want to start off this podcast sort of talking about lacrosse stuff. Uh, so what was your offseason like this past summer? And what were some of the things that you worked on in training to get ready for the upcoming season? Yeah, so I actually studied abroad um, as well um, in London and did kind of an ec- in an economic school. And I really f- focused on finding time to work out and run and kind of getting in the mindset to come back in the fall. Um, very focusing on explosive movements, lifting a lot, lifting lighter weights at a faster pace and it's just been very fun was it harder to train when you were abroad uh, just because of I guess all the stuff you were doing when you were there I would imagine yeah finding time like between two classes in the morning and then afternoon of when I was gonna go out and exercise and that was a little bit difficult but definitely manageable once I got a schedule down now, being a sophomore this season, how has your mindset heading in uh, to this season been different compared to last year? I would imagine it's much easier uh, since you everything you sort of know what to expect a little bit now uh, compared to last year when everything was sort of all brand new for yourself. Yeah, coming in this year, my mindset was definitely more like having confidence, ready to go. Um, and coming in as a freshman was pretty hard moving cross country and this year was I was so excited to come back and see my friends and we all live in a house together. So it was it was a really exciting time. What's fall ball uh, been like uh, for your team and what did you take away from the games that you played? And I guess how have the new players looked as well? Fall ball was very fun. We had we've practiced in the morning. So we practiced like seven to 11. Um, and that's been great. All of the transfers have been fitting in very well. We actually took a trip to Boston and kind of finding like where some of our spaces are that we can work on and take those and learn from them each day. And we put in a lot of work this fall. Uh, What was the trip to Boston like? Did you do anything fun outside of all the lacrosse stuff? We did. We actually went to Salem and did like a witch tour, which was really, really fun. Um, We're very much a team that focus on balance. So making sure that our life is has both lacrosse and fun and it keeps the sport way more entertaining for us. 
That's awesome. I did you, I'm assuming you went there during um, Halloween time. It, we did. Yeah. Right in October. It was awesome. It was such an insane opportunity. And there's so many people that go there just for fun. Yeah. Is it scary? Is it like fun? Like, I'm curious, like, I feel like part of you probably feels a little like eerie about the whole thing. Cause obviously that's some of that stuff is real, but then part of you is ex- must be excited about it just because it's obviously very Halloween-ish and a lot of right. those sort of festivities are take place in Salem. I thought it was super cool. Some people were dressed up. A lot of people were actually dressed up. Lots of witches. It was a little weird to tell if like anyone was kind of dressed up for a different reason or if it was all fun and games, but it was awesome. The like culture there was insane. Now, after this fall ball has finished, what are your team's goals and expectations uh, for next season? Really, really focusing on the things that we need to do better and some of the gaps that we did find in fall ball, which is exactly what fall ball was for. We were able to find little things that we can tweak and bring into the spring training. Um, We're really focusing on coming back and being the strongest team as we were last year and winning the Pac-12 championship again. And individually, what do you want to see yourself yourself accomplish next season? Definitely continuing to grow the mental game, physical game, like wherever it may be. Staying confident is like the biggest thing and learning from other girls, other people. Watching on the sidelines is some of the best coaching you could probably get. Just seeing what people do and taking in or leaving it. And then really seeing myself, like working myself more into play and then impacting the culture in a positive way that I can. How do you work on your confidence? Because I feel like players that have confidence obviously play a lot better than players that don't. Um, obviously, it's not something you can like work on in drills and stuff. Um, it's right. more of a mental thing. So how, does, how do you sort of work on that and stay positive throughout a season with all the roller coasters, um, the kind of things that happen throughout one? Yeah, confidence has been one, my biggest struggle and two, my biggest growth point. Like, absolutely. And it takes a lot of time and just getting through each play-by-play, maybe each practice. Sometimes it dips, but staying true and knowing that like you are capable to, to like be here, you're there, you're playing, you're getting subbed in, like it's all happening for a reason. And whatever your roller coaster may be, like it's all going to work out in your way. And like knowing that everything happens for a reason and just pushing through. Now let's transition and talk about the beginning of your lacrosse career and sort of work all the way up to where you are today. Uh, So from the research I did on yourself, it says you're from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So talk about growing up there and how did you start playing lacrosse? Yeah. So I grew up in Pittsburgh, which is a very lower scale lacrosse world, I would totally say. Um, I actually started playing in second grade when my sister started playing and Our mom played soccer in college and their women's lacrosse team needed players to kind of help out and like join the roster. So she started playing in college and kind of brought us into like a lacrosse family. And we've all been playing since then. And it's been great. That's awesome. What school did your mom go to? She went to a small women's college in Virginia. It's called Hollins, probably like an hour away from Washington and Lee. Nice. Nice. Is this the lacrosse program still there? I'm not sure, honestly. I couldn't tell you. She doesn't go back much, but she took a lot of it and really found a love for the sport there. 
Yeah, it seems like Pennsylvania is a big lacrosse state, but more towards, I guess, the Philadelphia area based on mm-hmm. the players I've talked to than Pittsburgh. So what's, I guess, the lacrosse culture like um, in Pittsburgh? Yeah. So lacrosse is definitely growing in Pittsburgh. It's kind of transitioned and brought a little bit more up. Um, I actually started playing club there. And then just when I wanted to play more and get my foot in the door, I started transitioning to a different club. But it's a more smaller scale. People are just kind of playing for fun. More parents are pushing their kids to play at a younger age. Um, But it was a little challenging playing Philly teams. They're about five and a half, six hours away. Like Pennsylvania is pretty big. But just really, really trying to push like the younger crowd to start playing. Yeah, that's awesome. I, the only thing I know about Pittsburgh is sort of the dirty towels and Mike Tomlin and the Steelers. Uh, that's yeah. Every time I think of Pittsburgh, I just think of the, that. But it mm-hmm. seems like an underrated city from people that have been there. Uh, what it's awesome. Think. Yeah. The culture in the city is amazing. Sports are huge. Hockey's huge. So we're trying to get lacrosse in there. <laughs> now, growing up, who was your favorite lacrosse player and team that you like to watch? Uh, I would probably say definitely Sammy Joe Tracy. Um, I was a midfielder throughout middle school. So like when I was getting into watching college games and loved watching UNC as probably any young girl, like they have the most creative offense. It's fun to watch them. They all do like super fun stuff that you might see on like a reel or something. So watching them was always like the best thing ever to do on the afternoons. Now you sort of mentioned her, but you have an older sister named Lindsay who played for Rutgers for four years. And now I believe she transferred to Duquesne to play for a grad year. So uh, what was it like growing up with her and how has she helped you in your lacrosse career? Yeah, we've both really pushed each other. Like we played, we're three years apart. So we played one year together in high school. I was a freshman. She was a senior and being able to work with each other and really push each other even on the field and off the field to train and just get better was probably the best growing up experience. We would go in the backyard and just play catch or learn new tricks or even condition together sometimes. Um, But she really pushed me to like focus on the sport and really like develop my game. Does she ever watch her games and tell you what you need to do better and vice versa with yourself? Sometimes I'll send like little clips on huddle or something and she's like, oh, you could do this or this. But a lot of it's more support than coaching each other. We really focused on that when we were younger because it was a little bit of a tussle sometimes if she was playing better at something or did something cool. So Yeah, yeah, I think that's good too because you're always getting coached uh, no matter where you play. So it's nice to get um, some support as well because sometimes it's hard to find that, especially in uh, Division One college athletics. So mm-hmm. Now, before college, uh, you played for your high school in Upper St. Clair. Uh, Talk about your high school lacrosse experience and sort of what you took away from that. Yeah, high school was a good outlet for me, I would say, definitely to have, like, fine if I was ever, like, not struggling, but needed a little bit of a break. It was my outlet for that, and it really took off and could grow my game and really work on certain things that I could take back to club. Um, and just kind of have fun with it. I also was like a cheerleader in high school. So having that balance of just enjoyment and fun and goofing off was the best thing. It was great. Do you think cheer helped you out in lacrosse in any way? 
probably made you more athletic i would imagine (laughs) yeah honestly cheer was super super fun um i wish i could still be doing it now i loved it so much but honestly the sidelines and cheering was pretty similar to what it is in college that like you just have to keep hyping up your team and the encouragement like honestly really helps that's awesome do you get uh this might be a dumb question do you get recruited to cheer for usc i know they're a big football school so i'm curious how do you get on that team to be like a sideline cheerleader a dancer for college you actually apply and then you send in a video as if you would send in like your highlight tape to coaches um you like submit it and then you can try out just like a high school sport basically yeah that's crazy that's crazy Um, I'm assuming you have to be really good um, to get on that sideline for USC. Oh, definitely. You definitely have to be a top tier dancer and can tumble. Yeah. Now, getting back to your lacrosse career, uh, what's like your favorite memory from your high school days when you look back on it now? Ooh. My freshman year with my sister, we beat our rival team and won like our area district. Um, And that game was quite a tussle. And it was insane. We won. I think we might have scored to come back three goals in the last like minute of the game. And I still remember that like it was yesterday. That's definitely my favorite memory for sure. You also played club lacrosse for Skywalkers as well. Um, How do you think that experience helped you prepare for college lacrosse with USC? Skywalkers, I owe probably all of my experience to. They pushed my career to the highest level and they train you like no other in the spring and the fall. And whether it was coaching or tips or the mindset um, or even to get comfortable with criticism was the best thing. They always told you how it was straight. Everything was super, super open to talk about. Um, And the coaches were great. It was the best experience. And I actually traveled. So Maryland's four hours for me. So I was a travel player. So I would travel to practice, go to practice, and then travel back home. And I loved it. It was so much fun. That's awesome. Yeah, that, that travel, though, definitely I uh, feel like wears on you a little bit. But but when you yeah. love it, you do anything to um, to do it. So, yeah, I, I, that, that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. Now let's talk about your recruiting process. So what made you want to go to USC versus other schools you might have looked at? And uh, just uh, how did they approach you and how did that all work out? Because it seems like Western uh, women's across seems to be sort of something that's been a little, I guess, freshly new compared to some of the other programs here in the East Coast. Yeah. Um, in my beginning of the recruiting process or even sophomore, junior year, pretty early, um, I was looking at more East Coast schools. I knew I wanted to go kind of a little bit farther from home. Um but not too far. And USC honestly wasn't like my top priority. I guess at the time it was on my list, but it wasn't like freshman year. I was like, I'm going to USC. But when Lindsay Monday reached out in Deemer class, I had been training with him a little bit over the summer. I like random stuff um, and got to meet him. And then once they reached out, it was constant conversation, working on it. And then it was COVID, so we couldn't have an official visit to come look. And they were very, very easygoing about finding your own time, coming out to look at it, see if you like it or not. Um, 
which I really appreciated because some coaches don't take that route and are very fast to commit. But I think the patience they had with me was great. And I came out and visited and toured around, looked a little bit around LA with my dad. And I absolutely fell in love with the weather, the school location. Um, and my mom always says I was like a California girl at heart. So it was the place for me. And being a freshman last year, what was like the biggest adjustment you had to make to college lacrosse? I would again say confidence. Like when you're playing as a freshman, you might be 19, 18, playing with 23 year olds, which is a pretty big difference than high school and the biggest difference you could have. And I think questioning yourself and like working on it or thinking maybe you're not ready for this is the biggest adjustment. But finding that confidence and knowing that like you can do it and you're here for it was really great to see. Now talk about playing in the Pac-12 and just the competition that you face each game. The Pac-12, I, I think it's awesome. Um, each game is always a good game. Um, last year we got to play in years prior, the Pac-12 plays twice, which I think is awesome. It's like great. So you can see if you, had a tough time the first time, you can bounce back and make those adjustments and for the second game and whether it was home or away, that was super, super fun. Um, I think it's great. There's so many great teams in the Pac-12. It's a great league. And obviously you're going to the Big Ten next year. Um, how excited are you uh, for that realignment and what's your just overall thoughts on the realignment that's going on in college athletics, especially with the travel that you guys are going to have to do next year? Because it's obviously a lot longer than it is now. But I'm just curious what your thoughts on for next year, because you do get to play cool teams like Maryland and uh, Rutgers and other, other teams like that. Mm -hmm. I'm super excited for the realignment. I think it's a awesome opportunity for our team other teams. And I think this is a great opportunity for us to just play bigger and better teams that we haven't gotten to play in preseason or random games. And I think it'll really put USC's foot in the door as a really powerful and strong team that people can also continue looking at. Um, the struggle with the plane rides has come up a little bit because school is a very big priority for us. Um, but already in the Pac-12, we fly to almost every game, away game at least. Um, so the plane ride will be somewhat similar, a lot of homework on the planes, but I think it'll be pretty manageable for us because we have done it in the past. Is the travel going to be like you do it in chunks, I would imagine? Like you go to Maryland, Penn State, and Ohio State, like, and then go back versus like and then you play your three home series versus like going to Maryland, then going back to USC. Like, I'm just curious if that's sort of the plan of how it's going to work. Yeah. So we haven't gotten our full schedule, which we normally don't until like the fall before, but it has been talked about that we would have two really far East coast games in a week, most likely like a Wednesday, Friday, or a Thursday, Saturday. Um, so that we won't have to make all of the travel, but some games that are not all the way east probably will be like a one trip and then fly back. Yeah, yeah. Well, I do wish that your sister uh, still played for Rutgers for another year so you get the chance to play her in a game because I feel like that you you had. A, I'm assuming you've probably thought about that when the whole news went down. Yeah, I I wish she stayed, but 
she was ready to move on and do more school. She's back at a grad program for two more years. Um, so she's she's getting her foot in the door with with work. Now, speaking of the Pac-12 last season, your team won the Pac-12 championship. Uh, just talk about winning that championship and sort of what it meant to you and the program. I think it proved a lot about ourselves um, and really made us stand out that we are a super strong team and sometimes overlooked. Um, but it really like stamped USC as we are powerful and we work hard and winning was the best thing ever. It was amazing. I think it reassured us that all of the hard work does pay off and we continue to work hard and we can get farther than what we did. Uh, your season ended against Denver last year in the NCAA tournament. Uh, what did you learn from your first tournament experience and what did you just take away from your freshman year as a whole uh, from a team performance standpoint? Denver is a great team. They are awesome. That game was super tough and super back and forth. Um, we were tied for a lot of the game and very, very back and forth. Um, we held very strong and we did slip a little bit, but I think looking back, we take the most pride that we got there and competed with one of the best defenses and teams in general in the entire country. And we're proud of the game we played, um, but it just means we have more things to work on and grow from this year. Uh, what would you say is like the biggest improvement you've made to your game since you started college? I know you talked about confidence, but was there anything on the field wise that you think you've gotten better at uh, since your first year? Yeah, I have become a lot more versatile. Um, I used to play high wing attacker um, and last year transitioned to more of a crease role, lower role, um, still playing on the wing a little bit, but I also have been starting to play in the middle and I've found great success there. Um, and that's something that I'm very proud of and really pushing my game to see all parts of the eight meter and get the work where I can. That's for sure. Do you think your defensive game has gotten much better because of that versatility since you're more, more of an attacker player than a defensive player? Definitely, yeah. Uh, so now let's transition uh, to a segment I like to call of the non-lacrosse segment, where I ask you some non-lacrosse questions to get to know you a little bit more off the field. Uh, so the first one I have is, if there was a movie made about your life, who would you want to play yourself? Um, I'd say Blake Lively. She's, I love her. She's awesome in Gossip Girl, one of my favorite shows. And I think she could play my life pretty well. Yeah, I have a pretty similar answer. I always say Ryan Reynolds. I think he's yeah. an incredible actor. I think he's very funny. I know we don't look anything alike, but I just feel like it would be funny to have him play me in a movie just because yeah. I feel like you get all my mannerisms down. And hey, if there was ever a Haley Newton movie, I feel like for this scene, Ryan Reynolds would be a good person to play me. Yeah, definitely. Now, the holiday season is upon us. So what's the most underrated holiday and what's the most overrated holiday? I think Valentine's Day is super underrated. I love Valentine's Day, whether you have a significant other or not. I think it's one of the happiest days in the entire year. And I think people overlook it a lot. Um, and overrated, probably Halloween. 
I don't think it's it's fun to dress up, but I don't know. It's never like I'm super excited for it. Yeah, I'm with you on Halloween just because I feel like once you're an adult, it's not as fun as it used to be because you can't go trick-or-treating anymore and sort of that Halloween spirit um, isn't what it used to be. Um, yeah. But I still try to enjoy as much as I can. I like carving pumpkins and stuff like that. And then Valentine's Day, that's a very interesting one. Most people say that's overrated. I'm curious yeah. how you find, how does someone who's like doesn't have a significant other find happiness on Valentine's Day? Because I feel like that's where a lot of it comes from. I, from Just from what I've seen from other people. Yeah, I think like spending the day enjoying your friends and family and just like showing all the love that you can to anyone is the happiest thing that you could possibly do. And it brings you and them a lot of life enjoyment. I like that mindset. I feel like more people need to have that. I The only thing I don't like about Valentine's Day is I just feel like it's kind of a scam. I feel like it's just companies create the holiday so you can buy stuff from that company. And it's not like they, their intentions of creating it doesn't seem to be for what it should be. So that's sort of why it, Halloween, I mean, Valentine's Day bothers me a little bit because it doesn't seem yeah. like a genuine holiday for love. It's like just something so people can buy more stuff, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. The chocolates and candies are always good, though. I will they say. Are. They <laughs> are. I agree with you on that. So um, what's the most interesting thing you've read or seen this week? Um, I'm a big reader. I just read Too Late by Colleen Hoover, which was a really cool read. Um, and scene, I actually just saw the new Hunger Games movie. So I won't spoil it for anyone, but I think that was, it was a great movie. I love the Hunger Games. They're all super good. Yeah. I think for me, I saw a bunch of different interesting things this week, um, specifically in my public health class, learning about how the polio vaccine was created and how it saved so many people's lives. I just thought it was interesting because mm-hmm. I didn't realize how deadly it was back in the day and how much people yeah. it affected and how scary it was. And it sort of reminded me of everything that's going on now with the pandemic. Um, So I thought that was pretty interesting. And then I'm a huge Patriots fan. So watching that bad game yesterday and seeing that the Giants quarterback still lives at his parents' house and they do his laundry. I thought that was pretty funny. So I'd say one of those two things uh, for me was pretty interesting. That's awesome. I also saw that uh, there was like a coach for UNC field hockey and it was like her first year and she just like graduated and she won the national champion. I thought that was cool too. I thought I would mention that. That was Her story is awesome. She said the day she finished, she went in there and was like, I'm going to be the head coach. She's, you, she's super badass. Yeah. Do you think you could coach USC women's across after you graduate? Cause that seems like that's crazy to think about like right after you're done playing you, the head coach of like one of the biggest programs in field hockey. Yeah. I don't think I could. I think I'd have a really hard time separating. Like I was really best friends with you last year and now I'm your coach, but it seems like she's doing a great job at it. Honestly. Yeah. I feel like you, if you, I feel like if you brought a good assistant, uh, you could be able to do that job pretty well. Yeah. And create the culture for Maybe sure. Maybe like you keep the same head coach and you're like, sort of like she trained you along for a few years. And then I feel like that would, how I would do it. You want the, you want to train with your head coach. And then after a few years, they give you the reins. I feel like that's what would yeah. make me want to do the job. So definitely. Now, obviously, Haley, you have the best off the field style on the USC women's lacrosse team. But besides yourself, uh, who would you say has the best off the field style? Definitely Lila Murray. She has impeccable style. And I definitely look up for her, like for a lot of outfits. So she's she's so cool. (laughs) Now, what is one place you would love to travel to one day since you're always traveling? 
my top bucket list travel is definitely Egypt. I am so curious if I know pyramids, there's photos and everyone sees them, but I will not believe a pyramid's real until I see one for myself. Nice. Yeah. I would say for me, like this is going to be a really weird answer, but I'd love to visit the West Coast. I've never been there before. And I just think it looks like a lot of fun, like not Yeah. just California, but also like the Pacific Northwest and all that stuff. I just think it looks super cool. It's cool out here. There's so much to do too. Lots of Yeah. adventures, hikes, everything. Now, obviously, USC is a big football program. Uh, so what are big athletics programs? So what sport would you want to play um, if you couldn't play lacrosse at USC? Ooh. I think water polo is really cool, which Mm-hmm. I never saw when I was younger because on the East Coast, there's no indoor water polo or outdoor if that. Um, it's a really cool game and going to the games with a lot of the teammates is insane. I don't know how they tread water or swim the entire time. It's a strenuous sport. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I feel like football would be kind of a lot of pressure, um, especially just because that's like the big program there. But do they? Does USC have a golf team? I feel like that would be fun. We do. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do that. That that sounds like a lot of fun. Just Yeah. get into golf on weekends and going to a good school. So that's sort of what that's what I would pick. Or join the club hockey team because I'm a big hockey guy and I miss miss playing it. Um, after Yeah. you graduate high school, it kind of you miss playing that stuff a little bit. So. Definitely. Uh, and then one more non-lacrosse question. What is one thing that people don't know about you that you wish more people did? Ooh. This is a hard one. Um, Yeah. I, I guess a little bit more back to cheerleading, have a super, super girly side um, and have a totally different like side of me that's very into like fashion, cheerleading, dancing, like all of the things like that. Um, and I think in college, it's a little bit harder because you don't get to release that a little bit much or like a little bit more often, but the fashion I've started really pulling it out a little bit more um, and expressing myself that way, but definitely Yeah. like the other side of me that likes to do different things than just sports. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I do they in lacrosse. They do like, um, I know in like other sports you can like dress up before a game when you walk into the stadium. Do, do you guys do that at all for USC? I feel like you guys should, maybe that's another way for people to see your style. Yeah. So we don't dress up in nicer clothes as in like a football walkout, but every game day, we definitely like go all out with USC gear, um, sometimes overalls, t-shirts, hats, like super fun stuff. And I think that's super fun too. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I hope to see some more fun stuff uh, this upcoming season. I want to see your hat collection since you're really into fashion. I feel like Yeah. you got to bring some of that out. I, I really should. I don't wear them as often as I should, but I have a few. Now back to some lacrosse questions now, I guess the one last one I want to ask you was what should be done to help grow women's lacrosse? I would love to see more media presence. I think that's been a really big push to like get people on TV or even get it talking about, um, talking about the game and spreading like awareness that it's growing and a really big thing is the biggest thing that we can do and continuously telling friends or pushing more games and going back when we go home and visiting some of our high schools and showing them that like, this is a career also. Um, 
is a really great way to spread the sport. For sure, for sure. I just think giving it to more areas outside of the East Coast, I feel like there's a lot of areas around the country that lacrosse isn't as popular in. And I think part of it's because of the cost of the sport. So just making it more cost efficient for families. And I think that helps more people want to play because I feel like if someone watched the sport and wants to play it, they should be able to play it. And there should be, I guess, a lot of programs to make that happen. And I feel like if you do, then the sport becomes more diverse and more people in different areas around the country can play it. So that's sort of, I think, the best way to grow it. Yeah, definitely. Well, before we let you go, Haley, do you have any shout outs you want to give uh, to any of your family members, teammates, friends, and who should we have on the podcast next? So all of my family that has gotten me where I am, they're all super, super supportive, which is all I can ask for. Um, and I'd love to see Hannah Barron on here. She has a great perspective. Awesome. We'll definitely reach out and see what she has to say. But Haley, I just want to say thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate your time. It means so much to myself. I think you're a great player, but an even better person. And I just want to let you know that. And I wish you and your team best of luck uh, for this upcoming season. Hopefully USC can win the last ever Pac-12 championship in women's lacrosse. Yeah. In the Coliseum. <laughs> That'll in the Coliseum. be awesome. So yeah. 